again Fight for what's right Fight for your life And what they're gonna do When all of here In the largest heart in the world Hello everybody and welcome to Retromania, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we romanticize, fantasize, watch and review your favorite or not so favorite storylines, matches, events and or feuds from your pro wrestling past. I'm part of the hosting squad and today I'm British Kobe and as always I'm joined by... Uh, Oi... <laughs> I don't. I can't do a British accent. Uh, that was good, though. I, I figure people like to hear British people do wrestling podcasts more than American people. Why? I don't understand. Here's why. <laughs> um, for a second, I thought you were doing an Australian accent because when you were doing the intro, I was. I, I realized I was like halfway doing the thing that Emma used to do when she was first uh, debuting. Do, do, do. A little oh. Spill a little coffee. Sorry. Spill a little coffee. Swig of coffee right. for the working man. I could do uh, Australia. Yeah. We could do that the whole episode, but then <laughs> I'd sound like a real jackass. <laughs> Anyhow, we're here. It's Retromania. Hulkamania is dead. We are here with the story of WrestleMania 5. Yes. Post Mania 4. Post Mania 4. Yeah. Uh,. And then locked in the battle against Hulknet, and uh, just it, it gets weirder and weirder. Did you see the the, the video that that uh, that HH put out with his NWO cronies? Yeah, when he's, they were at the senior center. Yeah, and he's got like he's got a, a beard painted on mm-hmm. with what looks to be shoe polish. Yes, a lot uh, of shoe polish in that video. Yeah, uh, and he's like, I got my. My Starcade 97 strut, brother. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Uh, okay. He's, he's planning something, and, and I don't want to find out. But I can't... Th- there's no way to confirm uh, that this is in response to our podcast, but there's also no way to deny, deny it, it either, yeah. completely. So uh, we just got to keep on keeping on. Yeah, something's going on with the time continuum. Uh, I haven't gotten any phone calls from Hulk. Yeah. Uh, we did find John Cena. He just gave us a note that said, find Ed Leslie. I don't know. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens with that. We got to jump around, do some time crunching stuff. Absolutely. Um, the older Hulk is missing in time. So something's fishy. I don't know. I don't know. We'll yeah. figure it out. But if you're just now joining us, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. No. If, if you're just now joining us, please uh, go back and listen to the older episodes. Um, won't make any sense at all if you're just listening to this one, unless you just want to jump into it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Episode one through five, we've told the stories of the leg being broken of Hulk Hogan by the Iron Sheik and what has unfolded after that. And we've rebooked WWF. From there until now. Without the Hulkster. And, uh, yeah, you are no, you know something, you're right, Maggle. You got to be some kind of idiot. <laughs> Remind me of JBL just yeah. insulting the if family. You're, yeah, if you're paying for yeah. the, yeah. Yeah, if you're paying for this on pay-per-view, you must be some kind of idiot. idiot. Anyway, uh, 
but yeah, no. So here we are. We're off the heels of WrestleMania four. Uh, Kobe, do you want to uh, refresh uh, everybody's memory? Uh, everybody's memory. All right. So WrestleMania one. What happened there was the great showdown. Roddy Piper and uh, his partner, the wonderful one. Uh, Mr. Paul Orndorff against Bruno San Martino and Arnold Schwarzenegger yes. and Arnold and Bruno me that's me as uh, as the one I love the meals you know me I'm the guy <laughs> I'm the hungry one hungry man I'm hungry as hell <laughs> they, yeah they won uh, and then uh, Wrestlemania 2 we get the epic match between Andre the Giant Vanquishing the heel champion Roddy Piper in a steel cage match. Then we stole. We told the. We stole the story. We, we kind of stole it a little. Yeah, we stole we, some we, stories. We, yeah, we, we. You know, some things are bound to happen regardless. Exactly. And one of those things is an Andre heel turn. And you know, yeah, he he went up, but he went up against the Macho Man. Randy WrestleMania three, the Pontiac Silver Dome. Yeah, Dig it and. Macho Man slammed Andre the Giant, thus becoming the face of the champion, or the face of the company, and winning the WWF championship with Elizabeth on his side. That's right. And at WrestleMania 4, we headed to New Jersey. No, we did not go to New Jersey. Those people uh, went missing after a business conference. Scumbags, yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, we went to Los Angeles. Yes, and uh, we had the uh, you know in the in the build of WrestleMania four we had the debut of the Stinger, Woo! Steve Borden <laughs> signing with uh, signing with the WWF. Jim Helwig, God knows where he's going to pop. And up. man, has he got a legion of fans? <laughs> he's going to pop up somewhere, uh, yeah. but not in the WWF. So Steve Borden, the Stinger, making his debut at WrestleMania four. We also had uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Taking on the ravishing one, Rick Rude, mm-hmm. uh, where Mach would eventually go over. So, uh, and uh, Sting would also best the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, in that show for the rights and properties to his own uh, intellectual property. Yeah, he got he got suckered into a bad deal, but he worked his way out of it. Yeah, and, he'll uh, he'll continue to try to read contracts from now on instead of just signing it. Yeah, yeah, it's a lesson learned. And his signature is just the scorpion tail, so it's like. That's not even legit. No, no, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pick up, pick up a few lessons and uh, picked up the victory. Yeah. So, lots of other stuff going on. We'll touch on that as we get to it. But, yeah, here we are. It's spring 1988. Yeah, we got a lot of new talent coming in. Yes, Man, we do. a lot. And we're going to go through it um, as we get down to the latter year of 88 through 89. Absolutely. Um, we introduced the demolition the last episode, 87 they appeared. Uh, I don't know if you saw that video I shared with the group, um, the original demolition. Yeah. It was pretty cool, huh? Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it was just a short wrestling classic video of the original demolition with Axe and a different smash. That's right. Um, yeah. And so. it was his idea initially. Yes. Um, and I forget, I, I'm drawing a blank on his name, but yeah, it was it was his idea, but he was one of the moon dogs. Yes. And everybody recognized him as one of the moon dogs, so it just wasn't wasn't working. Immediately they scratched it, because yeah. that whole match, they're like, who are these guys? Who You can't tell with the face paint. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, the fans could tell. Yeah. So. so they immediately switched that up. But it was a nice little hidden gem that I had never seen before, so it was pretty cool to see. Definitely, definitely. Then later, the dem- demolition would uh, dominate the Hart Foundation and become the tag team champions. 
Yep, yep. So they're uh, on a tear in the tag division. Uh, yeah, we also get the Rockers being introduced. That's now. right. Marty Jannetty, Shawn Michaels, straight from the AWA. Absolutely. And they didn't get fired this time. They're just, they're, they're lightly partying. Nice boots, pal. Yeah. You know they're made for walking, right? Right. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Actually, this time he was like, nice boot, pal. I could put a super kick on somebody. There you go. There you go. Yeah. He's yeah. nice this time. Yeah. <laughs> Vince is in a, is in, you know, he's more of a free spirit in this timeline. Yes, we've 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 reached into the mind of Vince and we've gotten him also an assistant that just fluffs him all the time. So. Yeah, he's doing yoga. Yeah. While the assistant fluffs him. Yep. Yeah. So he's a lot calmer. God damn. <laughs> Look at the vascularity oh, on that. Yeah, I'm going to do a downward dog now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's spring 1988. Uh, as uh, you know, a lot of new talent, like Co- Kobe just said. And uh, I, though I wasn't going to say Cody that time. I'm just, you know. We're just... It's, yeah, anyway. It's a running joke now. You gotta, yeah, you gotta, gotta pay attention. Uh, so, spring of 1988, they are in negotiations uh, with a new talent. Hmm. And that new talent is Bruiser Brody. Whoa. Now, uh, quick little rundown on Bruiser Brody for anybody who is uninitiated. Uh, one of the great big man wrestlers of all time. Um... Super brawler, um, just wild. He would uh, come to the ring, uh, holding holding his wrist in his hand and screaming, "Huss, huss, huss!" Um, All Japan. He would come down with a chain. Yeah. Uh, his tag team partner at the time was one Stan Hansen, who would come down with a bull rope and bell. Yep. Um, Another they, Texas boy. They would yeah. whoop ass. Uh, they were multiple time tag team champions in All Japan. Put on some great matches there. Um, then he got his 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 rounds in other territories around the way as well. Uh, and Vince kind of caught. Uh, he wanted this monster because we we've we've changed the dynamic of Vince's thinking. Mm-hmm. He wants this uh, more ruthless uh, Memphis territory or uh, how it was in the the late seventies, early eighties of the uh, Memphis and uh, NWA Crockett territory of how it was a little more rough. Yeah, um, you had these roughhouse guys, but you still had dynamic in-ring workers such as savage absolutely and and looking to you know bring in the next heel and being big on the on the monster you know monster heel and they took a little break from that uh with with rude and i mean they're we're going to touch on on how that feud would continue here in a little bit but in looking to bring in brody i mean brody was notorious for being difficult to deal with uh with other promoters i mean he's bounced around and uh you know world-class championship wrestling in the united states the awa um you know all all over the world but he's notoriously difficult to deal with i mean he's somebody who's going to make sure that you know he is being he's getting a good deal and you know if he he's not afraid to just you know up and leave or no show up and leave no show or an occasion just uh you know shit the bed and not necessarily shit the bed but uh you know decide not to sell yeah as he did with Lex Luger once yeah uh so that that so that could be fun but Vince knows the risks he's not afraid because he's 
Vince McMahon, goddammit. Right. And if anybody can deal with this man. Uh, and I believe after the success of WrestleMania three, with this new star, Sting, selling all this merchandise, yeah. um, he's got two crown jewels in his company now. Yeah. And he's willing to take a risk to see what else is outside there to bring in more dynamic into this uh wwf that yeah we have. yeah and he sees the the you know writing on the wall in terms of like a big what a money matchup you know savage and, and brody are i mean can you just imagine the two of them on a poster and the crazy eyes and, yeah. and just the wild hair and just the fucking intensity so all of that knowing all that he goes to uh he goes to sign brody Brody's at an interesting spot. He's got, uh, you know, he's worked off and on in Puerto Rico throughout the years, and he's got, uh, he's got a few dates that uh, that are coming up that would prove to be very fateful for him. Uh, yeah, but cut to the bone. <laughs> Sorry, just notwithstanding. Yeah. Uh, All right, we'll cut to the chase. Yeah, but uh, luckily Vince intervenes in this timeline, and uh, he's able to sign Brody to a one-year deal. And Brody promptly uh, backs out of all of his Puerto Rico dates because he's getting paid more and he uh, decides he doesn't need them. And it's a good thing he did because we know uh, in our timeline at present, uh, Brody would go to Puerto Rico and unfortunately get stabbed to death by uh, by the invader. Yeah. Uh, and Carlos the... Colon had no idea. Oh, no, he had nothing to do with it. He, he was like, just like Ray Lewis. Yeah. No idea. No what, idea whatsoever. What, what, wait, Let's what? make a statue for him. Stab? Yeah. What? No. Okay. He's in the Hall of Fame. Maybe they will <laughs> make a statue for him. Carlos Cologne. Uh, I'd like to see all the divots in the head in the statue. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, it's getting a lot of rain damage. Yeah, yeah it's because the forehead kind of just sits and uh, holds all the water in. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so we got that, uh, so, so Brody is under contract, uh, you know, so yet to make his debut, that is all still in the works, but, um, meanwhile, uh, we've got Randy Savage, still champion after WrestleMania 4, but his feud with Ravishing Rick Rude is far from over. Not one to be finished. No, no. So they've got a, uh, Saturday night's main event, uh, tape, uh, show coming up on april 30th just after wrestlemania 4 uh and rude is going to finagle his way into getting another shot at the title yep uh with you know bobby heenan they uh get jack they kind of back jack tunney into a corner and he's getting his title shot so what happens here uh at at this on this april 30th um saturday night's main event match for the title well, yeah, we get a lot of back and forth with um, Rick Rude and Savage. Actually, Savage is assaulted before the match by Haku and Rude. Yeah. Uh, Haku has been introduced as a Heenan family member, mm-hmm. and um, they're, they're taking advantage of him. So then the match actually starts, and Rude is just wearing down Savage, sleeper hold, uh, neck breaker. Um, wearing him down left and right, and Savage is trying to fight back. This is not the match that they had at WrestleMania. No. It's no. a Saturday night's main event match. Exactly, yeah. What you would expect. But during the match, what happens is Haku picks up Liz and starts to take her to the back. Yeah. And you know Savage... Be careful when you're grabbing her, dude. I don't want... I, if you even touch your leg wrong, man... <laughs> 
like you know, like yeah, he's yeah. very particular. But Absolutely. Even with the storyline, he he he's like, what the hell? So he gives chase, but uh, Rude cuts him off, suplex him on the exposed concrete floor. Yeah. Wow. And this is after the beatdown and after everything. Haku, as you mentioned, you know, comes on the scene. Uh, in the Heenan family, and he's sort of playing the role of enforcer. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he, he goes and makes things extremely personal by picking Liz up. She's kicking and screaming, uh, but Savage ends up eating the floor. Um, and this is like a haku that was almost like the the rakishi that uh, was trying to get the kids off the drugs type deal. He's a bad man. So he's a bad man. He's got a black leather uh, leather duster. You know, that makes you a heel automatically if you have a black leather duster. Of course, yeah. But he's still got his, like, pink uh, stuff, and then he's got, like, taped feet. And, you know, he's a badass dude with some glasses, too, you know, and, like, gives that appearance of just the muscle, like you said. Absolutely. Different haku. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so then we get Rude cutting him off, hitting him on the concrete floor, rolls Savage back into the ring, immediately hits him with a Rude Awakening. One, two, three. Wow. New champion. We have a new champion. On Saturday night's main event. Holy shit, a title change. Yeah. And a month removed from the classic match where that they just had at WrestleMania 4. Yeah. So we have a brand new champion. Uh, This is um, not... The fans are hating this. Yeah. Trash in the ring. They're booing. Macho Man looks really hurt, too. Neck, back, everything. Eventually, Liz comes running back out. I guess Haku did his part. You know, he just carried her out and then dropped her off. He's like, okay, no. Guys, it was a 30-second delay. Yeah, you know, he didn't really have any insidious intentions. He was just trying to get the distraction, and goddamn, he got it. Liz comes back out. Um, they're working on uh, Savage. They even get a stretcher out for him. Um, he denies the stretcher, though. Yeah. And him and Liz walk off, and he is the defeated champion right now. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Go off air. He's just sell selling his neck, and you know, fucking, you know, gloom and doom have come to the World Wrestling Federation because Rick Rude is your new champion. Um, so. Savage at this point has no option but to declare war on the Heenan family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in the months that follow, building to SummerSlam, which is going to be the inaugural uh, SummerSlam of 1988, um, he, is, he begins destroying members of the Heenan family one by one. Uh, he, he, gets a ma- he has a match against Haku uh, for television, and uh, he just loses it and uh, hits Haku with ten consecutive diving elbows. Jesus. Just one after another. Um, you know, basically he's going one by one through the members of the Heenan family and gets his title rematch at SummerSlam. Um, wow. And because of the interference that they've they've had, this is going to be inside of a steel cage. Oh, shit. So there we is, go. Uh, look, this is the first. I mean, they've had steel cage matches, uh, you know, since uh, Piper and Andre. Uh, but uh, but this is, like, the first, like, big-time title match on pay-per-view in a steel cage since then. Yes. Um, so it's, it, and it's, it's two guys that are actually... Uh, 
affluent, more affluent in the ring than one Andre Giant, Andre the Giant, and uh, Roddy Piper. Exactly. Not that they didn't put on a classic match, but this is going to be something totally different. Yeah. And while the months of April until August are set. Rude is just gloating about his championship. Uh, he is the face. He is uh, on the cover of a WWF magazine, uh, basically naked with the title. Yeah, uh, yeah. Precursor to Shawn Michaels because he's the sexy man. Exactly. Um, yeah. And he also is wrestling a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. He's not getting anybody a, a good title match at all. Uh, yeah. A lot of jobbers, a lot of quick matches, a lot of cheap yeah. victories, too. and playing up like, "Oh, I'm I'm a fighting champion." Exactly. But he's beaten, you know, fucking T.L. Yeah, Smith and Barry Horowitz, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, not Mike Rotunda came back and what? No, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's lucky he didn't get in the ring with S.D. Jones. Also. Oh yeah, dude. S. Special Delivery, the Barbara Jones, would have been a different story. Yeah. Uh, but the stage is set. Summer Slam, yes. 1988. Yes. This is going to be a steel cage match. So what's going to happen in this match, Jimmy? Uh, so in this match, they so this match uh, is not going to be escape to win. You have to win by pinfall or submission. Okay. The way it should be. Yes. I would say. Yes. Um, so yeah, I mean these two lock up, and it's 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 a grittier match, obviously, than their um, than the WrestleMania four match. A uh, lot of a uh, lot of work with the cage. I expect of, blood. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. They're both bleeding uh, within the first ten minutes of the match. Um, so Savage is going to get a lot, going to open up, and you know he's going to start out hot, get a get a flurry of offense in in the first five minutes. Um, but Rude is going to catch him with the Rude Awakening early on, five minutes in. And we know that neck is still really injured. Yes, yeah, and he goes for the pin. It's near fall, uh, but Savage is able to kick out because it's early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they're, from there, they're going to go back and forth. I mean, Rude is really working the neck. Uh, eventually gets uh, Savage in a sleeper hold, uh, but Savage is able to uh, sort of Get kick his off the cage. Kick off of the cage, exactly. And they roll back. Uh, then Savage is kind of in control. He goes up to the top for the, an elbow, but Rude, quick, up, gives him a big um, drop kick while Macho Man is on the turnbuckle and he falls in between the cage and the ropes, Ooh. just crushing himself, kind of like crumpled. You yeah. Know? Ugh. So he's he's hurting right now. Rude pulls him back into the ring for another rude awakening, but he's taking his time here. Yeah. He's he's gotten too cocky. Yeah, he's gyrating, you know, too long. Yeah. Too long. He sets up for that rude awakening and it's reversed into an actual DDT from Macho Man. Yes. Wow. Rolled right into that beautifully. Yeah. And so Macho Man takes him down and he's like He's struggling to get back to his feet. Holding on to that neck. Yeah. Crawling over to the corner. Yep. And uh, then he gets up, hits the flying elbow from the top of the cage. Yeah. And he kind of, he goes to the top rope first, and then he kind of looks around and hesitates, and then he starts to climb the cage, and the fans are fucking losing it. Yeah. He's at the top, and Rude is hurt enough from that DDT and the prior damage in the match. He's bleeding like crazy. Yeah. Um, and it's just 
uh, another 10 second fall yep. where the lights and the flash bulbs are just going crazy. Boom, 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 boom. One, two, three. We have a new champion again. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep. His and, second reign. Yep. And he's in the ring and he's celebrating all is right with the world. But then the lights go out. Huh? Lights out in the arena. And I mean, this is something that the, the WWF was not doing at this time. So this it sort of has more shock value. But the lights go out uh, for about 25 to 30 seconds. We're wondering what's going on. Gorilla and uh, Jesse are, what the hell's going on? I mean, I can still hear myself. I don't see anything. Can, you know what? Technical I told, difficulties. I told McMahon he needed to pay the light bill. Oh, will you stop it? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, going back and forth there. And then all of a sudden the lights come back up. And who is it? Bruiser Bucking Brody. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's standing uh, sort of in front of the ring with his back to the entranceway. So he's staring, uh, staring Savage down. You got a camera, uh, you know, just uh, right next to him, sort of getting, to, getting a shot of his face. Um, and, uh, you know, the gorilla and Ventura, you know, don't, they don't necessarily say, oh, that's Bruiser Brody. They're like, who is that man? Who is this? Who is this monster? Yeah. Um, so Brody takes a few steps to the cage uh, again those crazy fucking eyes of his and he grabs the bars and he starts shaking them violently just that big blue cage right? yeah the big blue cage and, and just like imagine just like a, like, like a caged animal except he's on the outside yeah, yeah. Uh, and then after about 10 seconds he is able uh, to rip the entire side of the cage mmm off of it, yeah. He pulls he pulls an entire side of the cage, a la almost the uh, when the giant threw Stone Cold to the black cage and it came off. Exactly, the door handle came off. Yeah, exactly. So like that. that whole hinge falls off. Yeah, pulls it to the ground. Yeah, the rest is stumbled by or still kind of intact, but you know, yeah, not, not as not as well. Exactly. So he unhinges the cage and then he climbs into the ring and Savage is staring him down he's ready for a fight at this point and they start exchanging blows uh, but eventually Brody tosses Savage across the ring uh, as if he were a child as if he were Harvey Whippleman <laughs> even uh, just like he's nothing yeah. you know? and Savage is a big Savage it, lands on the cage on the outside that's kind of draped against the apron down yeah. so he kind of slides down to the ring taking this horrible bump and again Savage is bloodied and bruised and battered yeah yeah, he's already been through this hellacious cage match and now he's got Brody on his hands right the title is left in the ring blood is kind of on it they do a shot of that with Brody's feet near it and Brody starts walking towards Savage again that's to continue the beatdown that's right and he uh, choke slams Savage and then oh he choke God. slams him a second time onto that cage onto the cage yeah and then he gets into the ring and he starts tearing the ring apart he undoes the turnbuckles he tears the ropes uh, from them ho oh, ho ho George the Animal steals gimmick dude <laughs> gimmick gimmick infringement <laughs> brother <laughs> He's gonna come out. Just wait till he sticks his tongue out. 
Then he's really going to be pissed. <laughs> so he tears the ropes from them. Uh, he's, he, he's, he just grabs Savage after that ruthlessly. He's, ass, 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 ah, and then just smashing Savage's face against the exposed, exposed turnbuckles, smashing his head on to the uh, exposed ring. And, and the fans are at a loss because this is 1988 and nobody is used to this level of violence. I mean, this is, this is a big risk uh, for them to do this. I mean, you mentioned earlier they're going for a more gritty style. Uh, they're really leaning into it here and they're really risking, you know, a certain losing a certain part of their fan base. But uh, John Cena. Yeah, but, you know, look, you know, maybe, you know, gaining another another segment of the audience yeah. but yeah that that uh you know the little you know the little kids that were allowed to watch it like me probably you know one of my first movies were terminator and hellraiser so yeah hey it's all <laughs> hey, good it's all good yeah it's not been all for it yeah it's just another another blockbuster night yeah uh so the the fans are in shock, and Brody is 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 selling this beautifully. He's just looking around at everybody. Yeah, and like not even not he doesn't say a word. No. He just does his hustle. Yeah, he picks Savage up one more time, looking at the crowd, looking at everybody, choking Savage to his knees. Then he chokes Savage as he stands him up. And gives him one last choke slam onto the exposed wood. Wow. Leaves him laying there. Women and children are crying. Yeah. Especially Elizabeth. Yeah. She is she is hysterical. Uh, there are no there's not even booze. It's just shock. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but you could still you could still feel it in in the building, you can feel it, and the and by the the shots of the crowd that they're getting, you can see it. It's not indifference. It's right. It's total shock. Fans, we've got. We, I I tell you, I I am at a loss for words. And Heenan, I'm not at a loss for words. That man just destroyed the champion. Yeah. So will you stop it? And uh, yeah, and then Gorilla's like, "Gee, this is, this is, like nothing I've ever seen before." And uh, we go off the air, and it's just, um, like I said, like nothing that we've ever seen before. Yeah. And that is your SummerSlam. That is the inaugural SummerSlam, and it's, it's one of the most shocking events in WWF's history to that point. Yeah, the first SummerSlam. Better than a tag match where somebody exposes their freaking polka dot shorts? I mean, that's fun, yeah. but, you know... What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this they went in a different direction here. Yeah. Um, so somebody has to do something about this, uh, and that's why we have President Jack Tunney. Yes. Greatest president. Um, yeah. Hail to the chief. Yes, indeed. Uh, he addressed the situation on uh, Superstars of Wrestling, explaining that Brody had indeed signed a contract with the WWF, but after his actions at SummerSlam, that contract had been terminated. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, not not the best, you know, first day at work to you know almost murder somebody, right? Even yeah. in the WWF, not good at all. Yeah, and then they say in the recent weeks we will hear from our champion, Randy Savage, yeah. and we do. He's at home. Bandaged up, Elizabeth next to him, holding the title is 
uh, in the foreground as well. Like, uh, like they're at they're at home on the couch. Titles on the table. He's got a neck brace on. He's got a bandage around his head. He's got a bandage around his waist. We know he's really hurt. Um, and he's talking. He's like, "Yeah, I was caught off surprise. I was, I was caught by surprise. I didn't see it coming." But, I tell you what, I want that Bruiser Brody. Once I'm healed, I want him one-on-one. -on -one. And I want you, President Jack Tunney, reinstate him. Reinstate him. So he's pleading for that reinstatement. Yeah. Crazy man to do that. Yeah, begging for it. Because he's got to, you know, he's got to make, he's got to make things right. Because he got, you know. Beaten to beaten within to within an inch of his life and humiliated in front of Elizabeth yeah. and yeah. after one of the hardest fat this will not stand after one of the hardest matches of my career one of the greatest matches of my life I get attacked and blindsided by a man no by a monster but let me tell you I'm not afraid of monsters yeah yeah hell yeah I never asked about the monster in the closet. <laughs> I never asked about the monster under my bed. I never sleep. So, yeah. Uh, so despite all of this, Jack Tunney continues to re refuse to reinstate uh, to reinstate Brody. Um, but Bobby Heenan, oh yeah, sees the damage that he's done, and he begins. Uh, Working his magic behind the scenes. I mean, we saw what he did for his client Rick Rude to get him that title shot after Mania, even though Rude lost. Uh, so he begins teasing uh, as we get as we get into fall uh, that he was in negotiations to make Bruiser Brody the newest member of the Heenan family. <clears throat> and uh, he says he's got a major announcement. In store. I got a major announcement in store. Survivor Series, you're gonna see it all. <laughs> it's gonna come. It's going to come crashing down on everybody. The greatest thing in the world. It's going to hurt inside. Is it going to hurt inside too? I think so. Yeah. 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 You hurt my friends. You hurt my pride. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and sure enough, we get to Survivor Series. The second annual Survivor Series. Yes. The uh, Thanksgiving tradition. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Eve tradition. Yes. Teams of five strive to survive. And Bobby the Brain Heenan reveals that his lawyers had strong-armed Jack Tunney into reinstating Bruiser Brody. Whoa. So he's back. Mm. He brings Brody out and officially asks to officially announce him as the crown jewel of the Heenan family. Yeah, and this is one of those classic where they're at the, the ring ant, like that... Um, the podium area. Yeah, and that's you exactly. see the crowd behind yeah. them. Yeah. Classic. Moments. Yeah, exactly what I'm picturing. And the fans are just, ugh, they hate it. Yeah. Uh, and so he's looking for Brody to officially sign on the dotted line. He uh, can sign on the dotted line and be the crown jewel of the Heenan family. Of course, I'm always the brain. And uh, so he looks down at Heenan and just... Open hand slaps him across the face, and Heenan goes back about five feet. Like <laughs> he's oh, taken aback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smacked the shit out of him. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh huh. And then so Savage sees Birdie's Birdie's there, and he spends the rest of the night 
uh, searching every corner of the arena to find him. Where is he? Where is he? Mm. He's beating down every door. Yeah. Huh? Huh? It's like a chase throughout the whole the whole eve. And Savage is part of the main event. He's got his little team against the team of uh, Ted DiBiase and uh, a couple other heels. Yep. So yeah. His team and yeah, and Sting's on his team, but he's really he doesn't have any focus for that match because he's looking for Brody. Uh, does catch a glimpse of him, but he sees but he sees Brody in his truck driving away. <laughs> yeah, he's got this big ass Bronco yeah. from the eighties. Yeah. I can see him doing badass. That. Yeah. Uh, so from there, uh, Brody does begin uh, having some matches on uh, uh, WWF TV. He's working squash matches, but he's you know, squashing some of the bigger uh, bigger names, including the likes of George the Animal Steel. Ooh, yeah. yeah they're bringing back some of the legends mm-hmm. uh, to just get fucking victimized because, yeah. you know, trying to really, you know, get, you know, Put over the put over the fact that that Birdie will stop at nothing, so he's in there. He's not working jobbers. He's working actual names. Yeah, and Ken Patera even makes a return. Ken Patera gets demolished. Some of the current guys too, like stronger baby faces like Tito Santana. Yeah, just getting wobbled. Even, even special delivery. The Barbara Jones fell victim to Bruce Birdie. Damn, and uh, kind of messed his head up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. It just wasn't. It just wasn't the same. It wasn't after the same. That. He was yeah. still cutting and strutting and trying to do it as much as he could, but he's like, he's kind of losing his mind at this moment. He's, right. He's he's trying to think of the ultimate way to be the ultimate wrestler. So we'll yeah. see what happens with SD Barber Jones. Yeah, he's going to go back to the drawing board because soon after that, uh, he uh, has a title match against the newly debuted Mr. Perfect. Oh yeah, Kurt Henning. Yeah, and this is off the heels of the against you know after getting destroyed by Brody, and he loses the title. Wow, to, quick fashion. Yeah, and uh, the the one Perfect, uh, Mr. Perfect had a lot of great promos coming in, you know, saying he's perfect at everything, and then um, he just beat SD. The Barber Jones in about two minutes. Yep. Uh, just made quick work of him. So SD the Barber Jones is going through a phase right now. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 gotta figure he's gotta go back to the drawing board. He's gotta reinvent himself. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time Sting is uh he's picking up some victories. He's in a lot of tag matches here and there. Um, he'll do some team up with the Hart Foundation uh, as they go against uh, Demolition and their partner Haku. Yeah. So they'll do that. Um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of stuff there. Then we still get some matches between um, the, the building tag team of the Rockers against um, the Orient Express, who are introduced as well. So yep. we've got a, a tag team division building here, and uh, yeah, Demolition yeah. are still staying strong with yeah. those titles, though. Rougeau Brothers are always, you know, reliable, reliable right. hands in that division as well. Right, exactly. Uh, so yeah, a lot, lot going on um, up and down the card as we get to the uh, the Royal Rumble match, uh, and so this is the uh, second annual Royal Rumble, but this is the first time it's on pay per view. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna try something here, Kobe. Um, hmm? What's that? We're gonna 
we uh, kind of booked the, we booked the whole goddamn Rumble match. You mean you did? Well, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll let you get the credit on that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, uh, edited out though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're gonna we're gonna run through and uh, and see how it goes. Uh, hopefully, you know, we'll make it as uh, as entertaining as possible. I am. A, I'm, you know, we're both you know huge marks for the Rumble, as I think most wrestling fans are. Oh yeah. So I wanted to give this a shot. So uh, hopefully this doesn't run too long or too short, but we'll see. We're gonna run. We're gonna start it. Quick, quick thing for you. Have you yeah. ever played a Royal Rumble game? You have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're just talking about like in just doing a Royal Rumble match in the in the video game. No, 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 no. no. Sorry. Oh. Uh, oh, which I love. Oh, which yeah. We should do for like the N64 games. Oh, or, oh yeah. Yeah, those classic ones. I yeah. love those. Yeah. Um, like, like an actual like uh, a pool game. Oh, uh, yeah. Like a betting or something. Like I've seen a lot of. Different people set them up different ways. I've always wanted to try one. Me too. We like, should do one this yeah, year. Yeah, we got to do it this year because every year, like, I want to do it, and like, if even if I'm watching with people, like, nobody else is really into it. So yeah, I, I love shit like that. Yeah. Um, and it just makes makes things more interesting. Right. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll definitely do that this year. We're gonna we're gonna do it upright for the Royal Rumble, Hell 2019. Yeah. Goddamn, yeah. we're old. 2019. My God, dude. Yeah. 30 years before 2019 is 1989. Whoo. All right. And here we are. Here we are. All right. So, Fink, the Fink, you know, does his usual spiel explaining the rules. Ladies and gentlemen, this match is a Royal Rumble. The way to win is to <laughs> throw your opponent out of the ring and have Ophi hit the mat and they are eliminated. Ophi. So. That was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, entrant number one, Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Recently, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, we had to, you know, I had to, I had to throw him in here. Number one, put the spotlight on him. Obviously, recently passed away. Rest in peace R. and R. Uh, all the best to the Hart family. Yeah. Uh, sad, so sad that you know the of the the Hart Foundation crew. The Brett, Brett's the only one still Man. with us. Yeah. That one photo I posted. Um, on my page, it was. I should have posted on Retromania. It was just the black and white of everybody that's passed, and then Brett with the color on him. Yeah. Very sad, but still, it's it's man. I because I loved the Heart Foundation even before the '97 Heart Foundation. Oh yeah, yeah. They were my favorite tag team. Yeah, it was them and Demolition. They were like the perfect combination. Yeah. Um. So number one, Jim Knightheart. Number two, Shawn Michaels of the Rockers. <laughs> Man, this um, this young up and coming star, man. He ladies love him. The kids love him too. He's yep. fucking hype as hell. Yeah, comes yep. right into there to get a big old uh, military press press from Jim the Anvil Nightheart and starts beating his ass. Yeah, he's getting the he's getting the shit beat out of him here, and he's in for some more bad luck because at number three. None other than Brett the Hitman Hart, the other oh, half of the Hart Foundation. Holy there shit. There we go. What, who would have who thunk it? Right. So now he's really in for it. 
Uh, and so uh, Brett, Brett and Jim are kind of having some fun with them. Again, this is in the early years of the Rumble. You know, later years with the title shot on the line, they probably would have been more business and just eliminated him right away. But they're kind of having some fun with the young kid. The Rockers are new, so they're kind of, yeah. uh, you know, making him pay some dues. Yeah, uh, they, they try to set up for a heart attack. He, he, he somehow flips out of backflips out of it so he's he misses and uh and actually bret hart clotheslines jim the anvil neidhart both of them are down Shawn michaels runs against the ropes gives them a double clothesline they're all down who's next marty Jannetty. oh my goodness the luck of the draw right yeah you end up with two tag teams in the first four first four slots of the match it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy crazy it's almost like it's not random um but marty Janetti makes his way to the ring and now we've got the rockers and the heart foundation in the ring going at it tornado style uh and just you know a lot of great action with these with these four uh you know um a lot of uh, they're they're the uh, lack of sleep folks new new dad lack sleep i'm gonna use that excuse for the next year or so uh until we roll around to Bariquas forever. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, but so uh, Nightheart uh, is, at one point is close to getting Janetti over the top rope, uh, but Michaels breaks away from Hart and uh, is able to uh, stop that from happening. So they uh, go at it for another couple minutes until we have our number five entrant. <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow. Whoa. Now, a lot of people remember Bam Bam Bigelow for his mid-90s run and, and forget about his uh, late 80s run here yeah. that he had. He was in the, in the real timeline. He was in the WrestleMania 4 tournament and uh, was a big part of Survivor Series uh, 1988. And um, then he would move on to New Japan Pro Wrestling. He would. That. He so, would. But here he's yeah. going to stick around for a little bit, make his way into the uh, Royal Rumble match, and he's a big, big man. Uh, and he is going to get the first eliminations of the match. He gets rid of Marty Jannetty first. Oh, yeah. Because he's the Marty Jannetty. He's the, the Marty Jannetty. Yeah, he's yeah. the Marty Jannetty of the match, and he gets shit can <laughs> first. Uh, and then he also uh, catches Nightheart with clothesline and uh, gets gets him out. Um, so that wow. leaves uh, Hart, Michaels, and Bigelow. Wow, nice. Uh, so they, they're going to go at it for a little while until we have our number 600. And that is Mr. Perfect, Whoa. Intercontinental Champion Extraordinaire. Throws the gum, spits the gum out, slaps it in the fan's face. They lost an eye. Yeah. Um, the through, the through sheer the force. Yeah. The sheer force Just, of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's going to get in the ring, and he's going to go toe-to-toe. And Heenan's like, I like this guy. He is great. I just, man, something about I, I need him in my family. Yeah. He's reeling. Yeah. He's, he's still reeling after that slap. I, I got to get my adoption papers ready, because I need my family. <laughs> I wonder if he'll call me Papa. <laughs> he loves it when they call him Papa. <laughs> uh, so uh, Perfect gets into the ring, and he's going to go toe to toe with Bret Hart, future rival. Uh, and uh, so Bam Bam is 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 working over. Uh, Good old HBK. Uh, so we got the four of the four of these guys going at it for a while until we have number seven, former Intercontinental Champion, Special Delivery, the Barber Jones, Ooh. and he's he's just off center, like he's carrying, like he he's working up the gimmick. He's he's carrying a brown UPS box, 
and he takes out a pair of shears from the box, and like the fans just aren't feeling it. He's just he's not hitting on much right it's not now. Not the same, yeah. Yeah, and he tries to he tries to cut Bobby Heenan's hair, but Perfect sees this and uh, comes to Bobby Heenan's aid. Oh, thank so, you so much. Yeah, slides under the bottom rope to stay in the match and uh, starts working on Jones. Throws him in the ring, uh, and then we have number eight debuting. Ooh, another dipple. The American Dream, nothing wrong. Oh shit, baby. man! Things ain't go right with Jimmy Crockett. He didn't like the way I was booking and shit, and I was just like, "Fuck this!" I was gonna get a good payday, and Vince said I was gonna be the number one guy over there, and I was gonna take control, and that was that was gonna be it. I went to the pay window. I went to the pay window. The pay window. And the Jimmy pay- Crockett, give me more. <laughs> And Jimmy Crockett wouldn't give him more, so uh, he, he, he ventured off onto WWF. Is he coming out in polka dots, or what's he doing? He's still coming out in polka dots. Fuck! But he, and he, still, he still has the awesome entrance music, too, yeah. so that's the flip side of it. It's part of the package. Yeah, more know? cowbell on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah. Uh, so the crowd, the crowd is psyched for that. Uh, they're putting him over pretty strong on commentary. They not, know who he is. Not shying away from who he not is. Not denying yeah. him. Plus, in, in the late 70s, he was part of WWF. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, making his debut a little bit earlier in our timeline. But, yeah, he's done with Jimmy Crockett, baby. He's done. He's the Malcolm Dreamed up the road. Yeah. Second most recognizable athlete in the world. <laughs> Uh, and then, so the crowd, the crowd is hype, and the crowd's about to get more hype because number nine, Jake the Snake Roberts. Play that fucking theme music, yeah. man! That shit was so good. It was awesome, and uh, so he's he catches the uh, the ire of Dusty Rose right off the bat. They're kind of. You know, they're kind of both over with the crowd, but they're just, you know, kind of rubbing each other the wrong way a little bit. So they hook up. Uh, and let's, you know, of course, every man for himself. And they're, we got a ring full of people here. We've only had a few eliminations, and we we're already up to number 10. Yeah. And number 10 comes out. Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Honky motherfucker. Yeah, so he, he comes out there and he uh, is, is you know, doing the whole song and dance on his way to the ring. But he's not going to spend a whole lot of time in the ring. He no. spends about 15 seconds before he is eliminated by the American Dream. The American. Uh, so Dusty eliminates him and then uh, also clearing, clearing out special delivery of the Barbara Jones. Oh. Seen better days. Mr. Perfect throws him out of the ring. Damn. Number he just l- runs off, though, like yeah. a madman. Sprints. And yeah. we've never seen him sprint like that. No. Honestly, I didn't think he could run that fast. He's, no. yeah, he's a big dude, but he is running to the back. Interesting. And so we'll see what you know what he's what he looks like the next time we see him. Yeah, what he's going through. We'll see. Ultimately, I think things are going to work out for him. We'll see. He's He's got strong, you know, fighting spirit I agree. like that of a warrior. I agree. So, I we'll, agree. We'll, we'll see. Number eleven is the Blue Blazer. Yeah. <laughs> Timed wrong. Sorry. Yeah. It's all. It's the Blue Blazer. Wow. Yeah. He makes his uh, his 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 appearance. He's made a debut earlier in the year, and he's also wrestled as that character in uh, Japan, so he's got a little bit of recognition. A little bit, yeah. Well, yeah they just call him a high flyer. He's a high flyer, and he's hooking up with Bret Hart. 
Oh, interesting that he's drawn to Bret Hart right yeah. off the bat. And they do a lot of technical stuff, like you know, some chain wrestling, some chain, uh, yeah, yeah, like kind of dancing around the crowd and you know, near you know, a couple near eliminations and a springboard, um, springboard elbow. Yeah, yeah. yeah so and he springboards off the ropes. He almost gets thrown out. Yeah, uh, yeah. pushed, but he saves himself and he's on in the apron. Yeah. <sighs> And so there's a fun exchange there, but then number 12, Big John Stud. Uh, he's it's still a, around? Yeah, still around. And uh, the ring is crowded, but it's not going to be for long because he hits the ring, takes out Bret Hart. Bam, big t- smash over the head, throws him over. Yep, takes out Shawn Michaels. He's big, big clothesline. Yeah, gone. He's looking to clean house, but... He takes a second after he gets those two quick eliminations, and he kind of flaunts ah. to the crowd and then fucking forgets that Bam Bam Bigelow is still in the fucking and ring. Bam Bam, thank you, Bam Bam. That worked out good. I yeah. loved it. I, lo- <laughs> I loved it. Uh, he throws him right out, and yeah. uh, they, they have a stare down. And Bam Bam's like, Dah! yeah, smacking his chest. I'm the fucking big man in yeah. this match right now. Yeah. You fucking old bastard. Uh, let's not forget in the real timeline, Big John Studd wins the 1989 Royal Rumble for some. 88. Was it 88? Uh, oh, thought, no, no 88. Yeah, yeah, 88 was Duggan. Yeah. yeah for some fucking reason, yeah, they, they put it on him. Yeah, know. sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so quick series of eliminations there, and then number, lucky number 13, the Brooklyn Brawler. Ooh. Odds on favorite to win this shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's had a great match with, um... V1, Ted DiBiase, and ra- Ravishing Rick Rude, where he got his ass whooped. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know, getting his ass whooped on a regular basis. Why not here on pay-per-view? Yeah. Uh, sort of hitting a mid-match lull here. Lots of action going on, but no eliminations. Number 14. Canada's strongest man, Dino Bravo. Ooh, yeah, the former Canadian heavyweight champion. Yes. Which I found out recently was actually a title that the WWF had. Was it really? For him. Wow. And he would defend that against likes of Jim the Anvil Neidhart, um, Nikolai Volkov, people from Stampede. Basically, when they did WWF dates in Canada, he was the uh, champion in 87. Then he left and briefly came right he left briefly and then came right back but they still kind of acknowledged they were like former canadian heavyweight champion but they 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 demolished the title wow crazy that is crazy so nobody else held it though it was just no just just him crazy yeah i did not know that yeah uh so dino bravo makes his way to the ring uh bam bam bigelow gets rid of the brooklyn brawler because fuck fuck that shit yeah uh and then on to number 15 Former WWF champion Ravishing Rick Rude. Uh, kind of heat here. Yeah, a lot of heat for him. And he comes out and he's got his sights set initially on Jake Roberts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the two of them are going back and forth a little bit. Uh, but Dusty Rhodes, after having some issues with Roberts early on, kind of goes to goes to Roberts' aid and uh, starts working on Rude. So a lot of interesting you know, matchups. I mean, you know. Uh, the the Royal Rumble is such a uh, uh, cool fucking place for somebody to debut. Yeah. Um, as we saw with AJ Styles a couple years ago. And it's uh, a great way to build future, further feuds. Absolutely. Future stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. So Dusty Rhodes uh, is locking up with the old uh, Ravishing Rick there. Um, 
And then for just for a moment, though, before he gets cut off by Dino Bravo, who thinks he can take on the American dream because oh. he, he's the Canadian dream, Dino Bravo. Uh, but then uh, Road, Dusty Rhodes gets rid of him. So yeah. Dino Bravo's out. Doing a little shake, rattle, roll, elbow, hit your head on the, the damn rope and throw you over. Yep, yep. And so a couple more uh, quick entrance here. Number 16, Tito Santana. Number 17, Haku. So this ring is is full. This is like not like one of those rumbles where it like it's, you know, yeah, habitually, you it's, know. It's the second rumble. We're still trying to work it out. There's a lot of guys laying on the ropes trying to get kicked out. Yeah. Uh, a lot of guys forcing each other. There's like three on ones and then the guy just goes over and goes right back under the ring. Yeah. And, yeah, perfect to spend a lot of time on the outside kind of biding his time. Yes, he bit. is. And Heenan is not blaming. He's like, "This man, he's perfect. Look, he's got the perfect strategy." Yeah. Yeah. So again with the you know with the you know, sort of like that that big man supremacy. Haku hits the ring, and it's he immediately sets its sights on Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow has had the most eliminations in the match so far, but he's gassed. Yeah, he's you know he's put a lot of effort in this match. He entered. Uh, let's see, Bam Bam came in early on at number five, so you know we're up to number seventeen. Uh, and spending a lot of time. It's about 36 minutes that we've been into. Yeah, the match, yeah. So. And so because of this, Haku gets the better of Bigelow. Gives and him a kick. Gives him a stiff kick, and Bigelow is out. Boom, flips over the top rope. Yeah. You know? Turns around. Blue Blazer, who's been hanging out this whole time, hey. tries to tries to step to Haku. Nah. Not going to happen. Jumps. Gets a, gets a big uh, slam from Haku, but then immediately picked up and thrown over the top rope. Wow. See you later. See you later. Uh, so up to number eighteen now. Another uh, another some another person who's sort of making a return from obscurity. Uh, the magnificent one, Don Morocco. Oh shit! And then well, they're bringing out the big stars for this. This is a grand. This is bigger than the the USA special Royal Rumble. This is the. Royal Rumble exactly. pay-per-view. Exactly, and they're bringing back a lot of the stars, you know, uh, who are still, you know, around, but maybe not as big as they were, but, you know, that name value. Uh, and then, but at number 19 is another relative newcomer. It is the Big Boss Man. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, no, that's Dusty yeah, Rhodes. That's Dusty Rhodes. They get, they're, they're very close. Yeah. Cobb County, Georgia. There was something there. Cobb County, Georgia. Yeah. Hard times. Yeah. yeah. It was based off of, yeah. The American dream. Yeah. So that's Big. pretty cool. He's out, nightstick in hand. Uh, yeah. Do people like him, or is he, he is a heel? At this point, he is a heel. Okay. Uh, because all cops are bastards. True. So check out hotag.bigcartel.com. Uh, uh, my friend, uh... Our Damn. friend of the show, Dan Nelson, got that great ACAB uh, shirt with the uh, different wrestling cops, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's just fun time. All cops are bastards. It's a good one. Uh, so he's a heel at this point. Um, so uh, you know, again, a lot of lot of fucking people in the ring, a lot of fucking humanity, yeah. a, lot of, a lot of big dudes. Uh, but then number twenty is a big Kobe. <laughs> Kobe, you got color, man. I did. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's, we don't fuck around when it comes to the Royal Rumble. Kobe is, uh, you know. Ablated. Yeah. Red turns to green. And I'm fucking bandaged up. You don't want to see what this looks like. Do you want to see? Sure. 
It's gross. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It took you down like two layers of skin. Yeah, yeah. I left a lot of skin on the sidewalk a couple of days ago because uh, I had a, a Descendant song came on my shuffle, and I'm not, you know, not crazy about the Descendant. I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah. Yeah, if I was a, if I was into the Descendants, I would like you know write a fucking album about how I fell like an asshole when I was jogging. Like My, <laughs> Milo falls when he's jogging. The album. There we go. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so needless to say, we're hardcore. Yeah, we're hardcore. We're still bringing you this this high quality shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, number twenty, big entrant. The Stinger. Last year, the inaugural winner of the Royal Rumble coming in at number 20. Yeah. Uh, and he is cleaning house right from the get-go. He's going to get rid of Haku, who is the resident badass. Oh, he shit. gets rid of the magnificent Morocco. Oh, dropkick. 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 And then comes face-to-face with uh, Jake Roberts, <sighs> Scorpion Death Drop. Ooh. And then he tosses him out. Wow. Then uh, number 21 is... <laughs> Ted DiBiase, Sting's opponent uh, from WrestleMania Four. So of course they're going, uh, they're going face to face right away. Uh, number twenty-two, Rick Martel doesn't Ooh. spend a whole lot of time in the ring. Runs no. a, runs into the American Dream, and he's not really the model yet, is he? No, he's no, just he's one half of there. one half Strike Force still at this time with Tito. Oh uh, wait, we never did Strike Force. Oh yeah, he would have been. One half a string. We're getting deep. We're getting deep into this timeline. So please, he is. He's just by himself. Now. He's by himself. He's uh, Rick, the person. No, that, he's Strike Force with Tom Zink. That's it. Yeah, the Z Man. Yeah. So he's him and Tom Zink have their Strike Force tag team. It's pretty cool. It's replacing Tito from the situation. You yeah, know, so. that's canon. That's canon. Yeah, that's canon. Kobe keeping keeping me straight here. <laughs> All right, but yeah, at any rate, Martel does not spend a long time in the ring. He gets eliminated uh, before the next entrant by the American Dream. Oh, American Dream eliminating a lot of people. Got yeah. a lot of hopes and prosper. Former NWA champion. Strong debut for him here. Yes. Uh, so number 23 is the big surprise entrant. <laughs> Who is it, Kobe? Bruno, that's me. Hey, look who's back. It's been a while. It's been a while. And he's looking a little heftier. He's got a plate of uh, spaghetti on the side. He's just woofing it down, throws it to the side. Someone handed him a basket of garlic sticks (laughs) while he was running down. Shoved a couple of those. I'm ready to go. Fan, it's like, hey, Bruno, how how does your mom make that ziti again? How's your mom's marinara? What's the recipe? <laughs> uh, but he makes his way to the ring. Crowd is, 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 hasn't seen Bruno in years, and they're they're, happy, they're happy as hell over the moon to see him. Uh, but you know, he spends about you know almost the full two minutes making his way to the ring, uh, and then number twenty four. Yeah, right when he gets onto the apron, yeah. number twenty four is announced. Well, you know. Did you think that I was going to see you were going to see the last V after I dropped to Mel Gibson? Yeah, exactly. it's the hot rod. Oh my God, he's out. He's hot as a rod. 
runs down. Yeah. And it's him and Bruno on the outside for a little bit, just wrestling before they even get into the fucking ring. Stare down, big yeah. time, because, I mean, Hot Rod retired Bruno. Right. And he's like, uh, why the hell are you doing here? Yeah, so they're kind of jawing on the outside of the ring before they get in. Uh, off, in the, off in the corner of the ring, Sting gets rid of DiBiase somewhat unceremoniously. Like, you know what? We're done here. Fuck you. We're, we're done. Yeah. DiBiase's going to stick around. He's going to be a big deal, but, you know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Sting, he's done He's done with him. He's done with him. Uh, so uh, Piper and San Martino get into the ring, uh, and they're, uh, they're locking up, got a little test of strength. Mm. Eventually, Piper uh, Irish whips San Martino into the ropes. Mr. Perfect fucking pulls down the top rope, and San Martino tumbles out. Wow. So, Mr. Perfect was waiting on the outside, you know, or not outside, but he was doing the laying down bit where yeah. he's just laying down, kind of selling, holding the bottom rope. And then he sees that opportunity, great opportunist, pulls down that rope, Bruno's over and out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just a cheap, cheap elimination that Piper is very amused by, but the fans are very, uh, very, very angry. Uh, to see the the living legend get eliminated like that, and once again, it's a hello, goodbye, goodbye. Uh, see you later. I we'll guess. meet again. Yeah, I'll see you sometime down the road. Don't know where. Maybe Don't know when. when. Gonna have, maybe uh, you know. But hey, listen, I'm going after after party at my house. My mom's marinara. When you're here, your family. <laughs> Thanks. Oh man, that's great. That's great. I had to get we had to get uh, San Martino back. Uh, good to see him. Uh, so, uh, so <clears throat> Dusty Rhodes goes to confront um, Mr. Perfect. Seeing after seeing that bullshit, the hell with that cheap tactic, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Because him and Bruno go way back. Yeah. Uh, but Piper uh, catches him from behind and throws out Dusty Rhodes. <sighs> Dusty Rhodes. Let's go back. I mean, he had a hell of a run. Multiple eliminations came in at number eight, debuting strong. Uh, but Roddy Piper is the one to eliminate him. So hmm. I wonder if we'll we'll see any more from those two down the road. Yeah, interesting. Uh, interesting. So let's and let's see here. Tito Santana eliminated by Big Boss Man. True. Uh, number twenty-five. We're getting down to the wire. Getting down to the wire. Coco, beware. Woo. Breaking out the big guns now. Hell yeah, he's been introduced as well. He's got his bird and he's future just Hall of Famer. Flicking, flocking, coming down. And, and you just know it. You know he's a future Hall of Famer just by looking at him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and so uh, Sting uh, eliminates Rick Rude in this time. Ooh. How does he do that? Well, Rick Rude's paying attention to the Coco Beware stuff. He's having a little argument um, with 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 Piper as well as they're dealing with with um, trying to throw over uh, one Bret Hart and uh, then then Sting just grabs him throws him over the top rope yep that's it it's like brother I got you well yeah. he Stinger splashes the back of him yeah then he yeah. takes advantage and throws Boom. him yeah. good spot good yeah. spot uh, so uh, yeah so Rude is now out of the match uh, and then on to number 26 Everybody's favorite uh, middle-aged female gym teacher, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 50 sit-ups, one lap. <laughs> they said, uh, you know, come on back. You know, it's uh, it's a rumble or whatever. So, I, you, know, you know what I said? I'll take Monday off. 
I, you know, yeah, I got a substitute for that day. Play so. dodgeball for a day. It and, won't kill you. And watch a little instructional video, something. <laughs> Just keep the, God damn, keep the kids in order. <laughs> and I, my acting career didn't work out. No, could have been somebody. Right. But I lost. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, so Greg the Hammer Valentine comes out. Uh, Piper gets rid of Coco. Beware. Better luck next time, Coco. Yeah. Uh, on to lucky number 27. It is Bad News Allen. Oh. He comes yeah. out. He hits the ring. Uh, and he's on fire. He gets rid of Greg the Valentine in and out. You know what? Maybe he will be there Monday. Hmm. Yeah. He's like, I got to change that around, though. Yeah, I got some more time on my hands. Yeah. Uh, so Bad News Allen is in the ring. On to number 28, World Wrestling Federation Champion, Macho Man Randy Savage. He's out. The crowd is hot as hell. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, so um, hits the ring, gets rid of Big Boss Man right away. Yeah, double axe handle, throws him over. Showing the power, yeah. he's he's been working on it. Yeah, yeah. he's 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 hot as hell. Right and he now. looks he looks fully recovered from his SummerSlam beatdown at yes. this point. Yes. Uh, so uh, Sting, uh, in the meanwhile, gets a surprise el- elimination of Roddy Piper. Hmm. Wow. What do you know? Yeah. Piper is uh, looking to get. Uh, get in the mix with Savage, and uh, you know Sting uh, gets the better of him. Yeah, Piper goes to kick um, Sting while he's holding on to the ropes, and Sting just catches the feet, flips him back, boom! Piper lands straight on his feet and looks so surprised, like, what the fuck? And slamming the apron yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Sting is fired up, and he's uh, he's calling out to the crowd, doing his uh, Stinger woo at them. Woo! Uh, but Mr. Perfect still in the goddamn match. Entered yeah. at number six. Yeah, and Heenan comes out of nowhere handing him some what? Yeah, well, it would appear that Bobby Heenan, patriarch of the Heenan family, was tucked and knocked. Oh, shit. Tucked and knocked. I knew he looked a little bigger down there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so he hands Perfect uh, some brass knucks, and when Sting turns around after playing to the crowd, just gets walloped with yep. the right hand with those with those brass knucks. And we haven't set a precedent for disqualifications in this match. I don't no. Really think, you know, and the referees are on the outside. And there's they, a lot of chaos. They want to disqualify him, but, like, there's only one way to get eliminated from the match, and... Uh, Next thing you know... He just dumps Sting's dead carcass over the top. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So now, so let's recap a little bit. I mean, Perfect has been doing shit to just, you know, get himself heat with the crowd. He got rid of Bruno, and now he's getting rid of the Sting. Um, and the, the fans are just booing the shit out of him. Yeah. Uh, so on to number 29. Nikolai Volkov. Oh, yeah, big hero here. Yes. He's going to clean house, huh? Uh, not so much, uh, not so much. But he you know, he makes a nice little, nice little uh, cup of coffee. And then he gets taken out by Savage after his little cup of coffee. Oh. And the, it's not even really a cup. It's more of just a... The tester. Espresso shot. Yeah. Uh, in the rumble, and then he's out. So... Charges at Randy, and Randy just ducks and flips him over. Yeah, so now after this flurry of, you know, eliminations and entrances, we only have 
we have three men in the ring, we have one more. So the final four, the lauded final four is already set before the last man comes in. Right. So we have Savage. We have Bad News Brown. Mm. Slash Allen. Yes. Whichever whichever you want to go yeah. by that day. Yes. Uh, and then Mr. Perfect still in the ring. Uh, and then so we're going to find out who number 30 Ten, is. Nine, eight, seven, six, six five, five, four, four three, three, two. two Lights out. Oh, what? Lights out. Hmm. And the last time we this happened was back at SummerSlam, and then yeah. sure enough, when the lights come up, Bruiser Brody. Wow. And uh, he hits the ring, and then him and Macho Man start trading blows right away, and of course. And it is wild haymakers yeah. back and forth. They're not holding anything back. They are beating the shit out of each other. Yep. Uh, so in the midst of the confusion with the lights out, Perfect gets a quick elimination of Bad News Brown. Uh, so in the crowd... Uh, and so the crowd uh, barely no- even notices that Brown gets eliminated, but it's down to just the three of them now, Perfect, Savage, and Brody. Um, and they're, Savage and Brody are tearing each other to shreds. Right, referees are trying to hold Allen back because he, he was like, fuck, the, what? The? And yeah. they're, just, they're just pulling him back. No, you're eliminated. No, look, no, no. So the focus is kind of scattered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little confusing right here. Mm-hmm. And what happens? And he's pissed, so... Uh, Brody uh, hits Savage over the head. He, he uh, he's hitting him with some some nasty ass elbows, uh, but he goes to uh, has Savage against the ropes and he goes to hit him with a lariat. Ice, ice. Yeah, super strong lariat. Yeah, knocks his te- knocks his hat off, but the momentum takes them both over the ring and they both hit the floor. Same time. Same time. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't even matter because who's still in the ring? Left in the corner. After laughing at Bad News Allen, arguing with the referees, yeah. it's Mr. Perfect. And Mr. Perfect is disheveled and beat to shit, but he, due to this, you know, this intense hatred that Brody and Savage have for one another and the disregard for anything else but destroying each other, uh, Mr. Perfect is your Royal Rumble winner. And there's confusion because of the double elimination, uh, and they're, the the cameras are following uh, Brody and Savage as they brawl into the crowd. Wow. Um, but then the focus shifts back to the ring because the Intercontinental Champion, Mr. Perfect, is now your uh, second annual Royal, Royal Rumble, Rumble winner. winner. Wow. And Heenan hits the ring and celebrates with him. Looks like he's a part of the Heenan family. He is. He yeah. is now. He is the crown jewel. Hmm. That Heenan was looking for. Right. Yeah. Couldn't couldn't tame the monster, but he's got this uh, perfect champion and this perfect winner of the Rumble. And uh, Haku comes out, too. They kind of celebrate. And, uh, yeah. And we go off the air there. And there you have it. There's yeah. your second annual one. Well, we don't... We, I'm sorry. Uh, Savage and... Brody are still brawling on the outside. Yeah. They have to get separated by officials. This yeah. is still going on. And then we have the coronation celebration with exactly. Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they go off the air. That is your Royal Rumble, 1989. <sighs> Crazy. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? We go to WrestleMania 5. What is going to happen? All right, so we have 
WrestleMania 5 coming up. This was a long one because we booked a lot and we told a story here. And I think you know what's coming up. But we have a little bit more to tell. And then we have the card of WrestleMania 5 to run down. And that's all going to be on the next episode of Hulkamania is Dead. Stay tuned, guys. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. What's going to happen with Brody and Savage? What's going to happen with Perfect being the second uh, second Royal Rumble winner? What's going to happen with Dusty Rhodes being in the picture? Uh, Piper was there. Sting was taken out unceremoniously. Uh, we still have a lot of stuff to tell. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be very interesting. WrestleMania Five is going to be a big one. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, please stay tuned. Let us know what you thought about the Rumble. Uh, if you if you dig it, I think I I think we should do this with all the Rumbles because it, it's fun to kind of mess around and, and uh, you know go go uh, entrant for entrant. So uh, kind of tell a story. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I definitely dig that. Um, yeah. So let us know what you guys think. What do you think? could happen what could we have done better what can we maybe do less of um just let us know retromaniapodcast at gmail.com or you can always follow us on facebook comment like interact with us we will get right back to you um and yeah if you want to go to moleholeradio.com that has the back catalog of everything that we've done the origin of attitude plenty of bonus episodes where we sit down with folks and talk about some of their uh, highlight matches or marquee matches that they like and a couple of them we watch along so you can sync it up if you like to do that I'd like to do a couple of those in the future we're we're, we're still working hard on Hulkamania is Dead and I'm trying to turn Gaijin into a um, a frequent thing but it's it's hard with the ROH being taped and the NXT being taped sometimes and then there's a lull in New Japan so I'm trying to figure out my traction right now but we'll get on we'll get on the road eventually with that absolutely yeah so um, Jimmy any last words uh, thank you guys for listening uh, and uh, very very excited for to see where we're going for WrestleMania 5 and beyond uh, I think on the next episode we'll we'll, we'll cover WrestleMania five and then go into SummerSlam probably. Yeah. Um, yep. Cut the year in half. Yeah. 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 So, so uh, the year of nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Mm. The year I was born. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good year. We're gonna mention you in there. You're gonna be in a storyline or something. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna show up as a baby and. Uh... <laughs> Here's the thing, guys. This was all. Set up. They say so you can be the face. baby champion, Jimmy Price, the true baby face champion. They say never book yourself as the champion. They say it doesn't work, but god damn it, we're gonna work. It's gonna, it's gonna work. <laughs> Wait until you see Bruiser Brody beat the shit out of a baby. <laughs> Not just any baby, but baby me. Oh I wouldn't want him to beat the shit out of any other baby, but but me. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that's all here on Retromania. <laughs> <laughs> that's all here on Retromania. I hope you guys enjoy this. This is the most original. This is the most original wrestling podcast you will ever hear. Um, yeah, just uh, I'm excited that we've been doing this and we we keep continuing to do this of course i apologize for some of the audio quality that we've been having hulk net took down my computer but 
I am on the midst of getting a new computer so it will be fresh, crisp, and clean again. And uh, yeah, thanks for taking this trek with us. Absolutely. Thank you, guys.